I'm Christine Lisi. After serving an 80-game suspension for violating baseball's PED policy, Marlins second baseman D. Gordon back tonight against the Cardinals. Flew out his first at bat. Jose Fernandez has given up three runs on three hits, two home runs. He's walked to Miami trails St. Louis 3-0 in the bottom of the third. Orioles and Twins tied at one in the top of the third. Baltimore's Adam Jones is homered. Minnesota's Joe Maurer has an RBI triple. Phillies lead the Braves 5-2 bottom second. Michael Franco and Tommy Joseph have each homered. Tonight marking the return of White Sox ace Chris Sale. Back from his five-game suspension imposed by the team for cutting up the 1976 throwback jersey in protest last Saturday. There won't be any issue for Sale and his teammates in the aftermath of that protest, explains ESPN's Pedro Gomez. Sale is not viewed as a, a negative when it comes to being a teammate. This is somebody that is a very good teammate by all accounts. He just has some issues every once in a while where he feels like, you know, he's going to stand up for the club and he's whatever decision he makes he feels is going to strengthen the club and help the club sale becomes mlb's first 15 game winner of the season with a victory over the cubs golf's final major of the year jimmy walker atop the leaderboard at the pga championship jason day three shots back phil mickelson six off the lead a shift in scheduling to the semifinals of the college football playoff in years 5 6 11 and 12 meaning all semifinals played on Saturdays or a holiday this season. The Fiesta and Peach Bowls will be played on December 31st. Training camp is underway for all 32 NFL teams. From Irvine to Foxborough, the guys have the latest when NFL analyst Lewis Reddick joins Mike and Mike Friday morning at 7.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Kevin Sutton show. It's Thursday night, and you're right because it's me, Myra, the lady's point of view, holding it down for Kevin as he's out doing the daddy thing, doing his public service. Saving the world one, one dad at a time. There you go. That's our man. He's uh, out doing this thing over at Florida Hospital downtown. If you're down there, give him a what up. But not to worry because we've got so much going on. And for all of our wrestling fans, even though it is not wrestling Wednesday, we've got that update on SmackDown and Raw. You heard it right. And let's start this show off right with who? Dr. Phil. Okay. Today is Thursday, baby. And my words of wisdom for you all is that change is inevitable, except from a vending machine. I lost all my money today. Ooh. Yeah. I don't like to lose money. No, I, I wanted a chocolate you could. You know that's not even really chocolate milk. I don't care. And of course, <laughs> you've got me holding it down with the lady's point of view. And I think I have a couple more points of view I want to discuss. Uh-huh. Because some things are bothering me in the sports world. So we're going to get to that. And my man, John Cena, mm. he's going to be hosting... The Teen Choice Awards. Another show. Oh, yeah. He's just blowing up. Oh, man. And I just got to say one thing. Hefty, hefty, hefty. And if you know what I'm talking about, hit us up. And, of course, the man is health behind the mic. Who will not be appearing on stage tonight? <laughs> just Nick. What up? That was a nice intro. I like that. It did a great job. That was good. Good stuff. Good energy on a Thursday. <laughs> it is because we're feeling great. It's a great night. I just... Spent the evening meeting hundreds of people here in Central Florida, business owners, 
and it's always nice to just connect with folks. But it is a great night. It is. And the reason why I said my hefty, hefty, hefty. Mm, okay. John Cena is a new spokesperson for hefty trash, oh, trash bags, bags and Ziploc bags. Solid commercial for him. Have you seen it? Yes. It's actually funny. Very oh, solid. Oh, man. Yeah. I got I to gotta, I gotta check that out. Oh, man. And it's and there's like episodes or series. Oh, really? It. Yeah. He's got a couple. It's, it's pretty funny. You know, so I cannot believe. I really envision mm-hmm. I'm seeing like the next rock. Aren't you seeing it, Nick? I mean. So? As public as they've made him. You mean like as the evolution of John Cena? You're yeah. You're more of, okay, okay, I got you. No. No? I don't see it. Why? I don't know. The, the Rock kind of has that it factor. You know what I mean? Like, The Rock the Rock has it. And you know, I don't know if Cena necessarily has that. I agree with Nick. I feel that The Rock is more of a natural. This is how he is. Yeah. And I feel that John Cena, the WWE, wants him to be that. Mm. But... Uh, John Cena is not. I got to tell you guys, but the one thing that, as a female, that makes me nice about Cena is he's actually really smart. He's, like, very good on current affairs. He did that. You know, we talk about when uh, LeBron James and so forth, they did that video at the ESPYs. Yeah. Cena did a video about a public service video about equality, and it was pretty amazing. It was huge on YouTube. It got, like, millions and millions of hits. I remember and, that. He was, like, walking down a road or yeah, something like and he, that. But yeah, it, but really it was more what he said about the equality, about our genders, about, you know, social class and all of that. And uh, it was kind of hard-hitting. Like, he's an actually smart guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just to learn Mandarin is, uh, you got to be intelligent. Yeah. Now, I will give you, it's like The Rock doesn't even have to try. Yeah. You know? No, he just exudes this personality, He man. does, he yeah. does. And I actually had the opportunity to meet him, and it's equally in person. Like, it's not just fake. You know, you know, I, I do like John Cena, but I do feel that there is one more uh, wrestler, former wrestler, that is above him in the acting, and that is Batista. I think Batista has surpassed John Cena in, in the, the acting class, because Batista's actually not bad. Marvel Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy, man. Yeah, so yeah. I think... And he's starring, in his own, he's starring in his own roles, too, that are separate from oh, the has, WWE he has film. Oh, he has a standalone movie now yeah, or something he, coming? He, wow, really? Yeah. He's also in... Uh, oh, my gosh, there's a Blade Runner. He's also, the remake of Blade Runner, he's also got a really big part in that, too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. So go, Batista. Well, we'll see how this evolves, you know? I mean, I think it was huge about doing the ESPYs. I think it's huge that he's going with a name brand. I mean, he's no longer just a WWE industry. Yeah, John John Cena has taken that leap. He has. It's been successful for him. I honestly, though, as much as I love the divas and the new, you know, the, the reality shows, I think that does him a disservice. I really do. I think it makes him look like a dud in a sense, you know, because it's... Do you think he's just doing it for Nikki? I think so. I think so. And if you noticed, even, I don't know, they're supposed to return, but I don't know anymore. Um, It was almost like when he was on, their ratings went higher. Yeah. And if he wasn't, it showed. (laughs) And that's really, I mean, that's sad for women programming, but more than that. um, But I, I honestly think it did not help him at all as a, as a personality and as being out there. I got you. So, so we'll see. But I'm really proud of them. And uh, lots of things going on. Orlando City Lions going strong. Unfortunately, they were not successful at that uh, friendly game. Yeah. I don't know what the final score was at. That was Jesus Christ's first uh, game, right? Jason, Jason. Christ. <laughs> oh, oh. Jason Christ. We're going to make this a thing, aren't we? <laughs> it's already a thing. Do you, do you know what the score was on that? I believe it was 2 nothing last yeah. night, if I remember correctly, against Stoke City. Yeah. And I, and I feel I feel a little I don't I'm not as judgmental as other people are. I think that everyone's like expecting this huge turnaround. You know, turnaround like he's going to come in. I mean, 
the real sports, you know, anticipators who know how this process works, anybody you know in coaching, when you're coming in. It doesn't happen on day one. It doesn't. But I think as a crowd and a population in Orlando, we just want to win so bad. And it's like we got to blame Adrian Heath for the losses. So we expect, okay, they're playing now. They're going to win because Adrian's not there. <laughs> Don't you feel like I that's feel that negative, there's that. That's a negative way of thinking. But, I mean, there's this sensation of feeling like everybody's like, oh, I hope they win the game. Or I hope, you know, it happens. Or I hope. But I, I, I think, honestly, like we discussed the other night, it's going to take a while for these teams to mesh. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's 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 not going to happen. And starting night. in the middle of a season is yeah. difficult, too. And I, I'd like to know what's going on with Kaká. I've, I've heard that he has missed a lot of games. Yeah, he has nine this year, I believe. Nine due to I, injury I th- this year. I thought it was 11. But maybe you're right. It may be nine. But uh, what did we pay for, for as a city lines? I mean, remember the hype? He was on the building in downtown Orlando. Mm. His name was everywhere. Kevin drove me crazy with caca, caca, caca. And I was like, <laughs> it's not caca, it's caca. But, I mean, what a let that. It's like when we had Grant Hill in Orlando. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That was 19, what was it? No, it was 2004. Okay. He was injured. And I remember specifically where he actually wanted to return money because he couldn't play. And it's like we have another Grand Hill in Orlando. Ooh, that's really tough. Oh, that that hurts a little bit. Why does it hurt? There was an expectation. It's like if we brought LeBron here and he's gone. Yeah. You know, and, and he's out with a knee injury. He's icing those knees and he can't play. What did we pay for it? The draw was caca. The draw for the audience, the draw for what we were able to do was all about. But I mean, Kaka. I don't think Kaka was even the best player on the the the, uh, the City Lions. He had the national acclaim. He he brought the media attention, and which so technically you can say the job was done. Yeah, right. It's, it's yeah, it's like it's like Leo Messi, I guess, in the tail end of his career, uh-huh. coming to an MLS team, which would have been a huge hype. Yeah, but he has not been able to fulfill that hype. So I don't know. I uh, how do you feel? I mean, about I'm gonna that? I'm gonna say he he did his quote-unquote job of bringing the attention to Orlando. But he if we can't win... I don't, but I don't think that was... I mean, I think that was Are the you goal. in it to win it, or are you in it to just say we're here? Well, we need to have the eyes on us first, and then we can win. No, we need to show that we deserve to have the eyes, but we, the eyes on us. We have, we have the chosen one, though. We have uh, Jason Christ now. Yes. Well, we'll <laughs> that's, that's not funny, you know. But not to worry. You know what we're going to talk a little bit about tonight, too? Boxing. That's right. We have a guest coming into the studio. I think they're wandering around outside. Yes. They they forgot the show starts at 8. Not to worry. This is the Kevin Sutton Show. Meyer, the ladies' point of view, holding it down with Jess Nick and Dr. Phil. We'll be right back. We are back, and it's Thursday night, but it feels like Friday. It does. (laughs) I know, right? It does. (laughs) But tomorrow's not Saturday, y'all, so you need to get up and go to work. Make sure you don't get fired, Mm -hmm. because that won't be fun. You know, you can leave us a voice message on our website without even dialing a phone number. Just head to kevinsuddenshow.com. On the right side of the screen, click on the speak pipe button. Keep it clean, because we will play it on the air. Ask us any questions, or just give us a comment. But whatever you do, head to kevinsuddenshow.com. And the Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by David Moss Volkswagen on Lee Road, where they sell both new and used cars. Come check out their huge tent sale going on. That's right. Lots of certified used vehicles are willing to make a great deal. That's David Moss Volkswagen on Lee Road or Orlando North. And always tell them your friends at the Kevin Sutton Show sent you. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and let that beat get into you. But don't go to the club because you got to go to work in the morning. All right, this is Meyer, the lady's point of view, holding it down with Dr. Phil and okay. Jess Nick, giving you our opinions about caca, the injured caca that we purchased here at the City Lions. How much was this contract for? Do you guys know? I don't, I don't it's remember. $7.3 million a year. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But I think that if That's he like didn't... Nick coming to work, but he's deaf, so how can he hear? No, 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 no. No, I have no. partial hearing loss. It only happens sometimes. <laughs> there you go. I can still work, but I mean, from time to time, I can't. <laughs> hey, if you've got an opinion, don't worry. Hit us up here on ESPN 580 Orlando at 844-225-5580. But we're going to switch this around a little because you know we enjoy talking about action sports. I know we gave you a little update on Mr. Cena, who's going to be hosting the Teen Choice Awards. And if you have a kid, you know that. And if you don't, you probably don't. No. <laughs> and we do have a kid, so not Phil and I. I have a child. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, and, and that's when I found out she came with this grand announcement. John Cena is to- is hosting the Teen Choice Award. Came off the ESPYs and keep going. Next thing you know, it's going to be the Emmys. Right. American Music Awards. MTV Awards. There you go. But we're going to turn this around a little to boxing. Because we love here on the Kevin Sutton Show to bring attention to up-and-coming athletes. Athletes who are doing great things, positive things, and making themselves better. Remember recently we had the karate family. Yes. Kung Fu China, if you didn't know it. Tiger Claw. Hashtag. Oh, gosh. If you haven't seen that video, go on the, the Kevin's Facebook, uh, Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, join the other thousands of people who have uh, Tiger Clawed. That was funny. I almost thought that hash cla- the, uh, hashtag, the hashtag was going to really, because as many people were like, oh, I've got the Tiger Claw. Kevin is ridiculous. He is. And if he were here tonight, he'd probably knock himself out. <laughs> but we're talking to a great guest, um, Philip, who came all the way from Ocala, to talk to us because um, he's an amateur fighter. He has been in the ring for a while, but um, his expectation is to go pro, if not by the end of the year, by next year. And uh, we also have his coach. Is it Roberto? Yes. Roberto, Roberto. the boxing guy. Is that what you go by, the boxing guy? <laughs> the boxing guy? That's what you call me? No, I'm <laughs> no, no, no. Our producer, Nick. I really just did not catch his name, so I wrote boxing guy in there. <laughs> hey, you might get a new tagline right hey, there. It My should bad. be Roberto Boxing Guy. Make it happen, you know? Okay. But, uh, well, I love that name, but no, I'm just I'm just still training right now. It, it doesn't <laughs> ring like the Italian stallion, but we might be able to make it work. <laughs> I know. Uh, and, 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 you know what? And I'm going to tell you right now, Roberto, don't use it because Nick will sue you. Okay? He's a trademark king. He said, I said it first. Nah, I'm not a litigation guy. It's too messy. <laughs> no. But, no uh, no but I guess we've got one of your athletes here, Philip, and uh, he came into the studio tonight, and I know that Kevin personally loves to support athletes who are doing things. And uh, he told me today, he's like, I can't be there tonight because Kevin's doing the daddy thing. He's teaching dads how to be fathers. But... um. Philip is here, and Philip, you've been welcome to the show, Philip. All right, thank you. You got talking to the mic, you know. Even though yeah. it looks like we're having a conversation, we still got to make everyone uh, yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. you've you've actually been in nine boxing matches, correct? Yes. What's your correct. record? I am seven and two right now. Nice, nice. How many knockouts? Uh, I think six. Five six. Or six. What? All right, I'm gonna sit a little closer. To the, to the window, wall. To, the, to the wall here. Yeah, yeah. you gotta talk. You gotta talk. To the, he gotta stick out. Gotta... I gotta tell you, like he's, it looks like a slimmer thing, but you know, you know they they say once you once you make it happen, it's all about the power attack. That's it. That's it. Natural power all day. Yeah. yeah. Philip, what inspired you to get into boxing? Um, honestly, when I first started, I started at a Kissimmee boxing gym. 
Um, I was teaching other people mixed martial arts because that's actually something I do too. Uh oh, the, have you heard of the Tiger Claw? <laughs> the Tiger Claw, I have heard of that. Oh, yeah, I, only in the movies. Though. I never. No, seen you got to see one. the Kevin Sutton version <laughs> of the Tiger Claw. But, oh, okay. But uh, but go ahead. Yeah, so um, I was helping the kids, you know, at the gym, and Rob, you know, my coach was also there with me. Just we, you know, we were working out a lot, and uh, it's always been a passion of mine to go professional, either in you know any type of combat sport. So I started training more with the boxing. I seen, you know, an opportunity to uh, to do something in the future, you know, to help, you know, give back to the community, help my family, different things like that. So uh, I went ahead and, you know, started training more with the boxing, took my first fight, um, and ended it, you know, in a TKO. I think that was the second round, right, Coach? It was the, uh, actually, no, it was the end, the third round. In the third round. So third round TKO, first fight. Um, we kept the momentum going you know, like that, and nice. uh, that's the aspiration. So, Roberto, what did you see something in him that made you think this guy could make it? I mean, look you at know, him. There's, look at, look yeah, at him. <laughs> there, there's, I mean, you know, it, it's kind of like when Coach saw Rocky. You know, you, you see something in him. There's that sparkle because there's a lot of people who have dreams. I had a dream of going to the Olympics. I don't look like I should be anywhere near the Olympics or <laughs> even being in the, in the stadium of the Olympics. But that didn't mean that I didn't want it, but it wasn't for me. Tell us, Coach, like what you saw out of Philip. Well, I mean, the first thing I saw in Philip was the uh, the humblest. He was very humble and he was very uh, hungry and eager to learn about the boxing. When he came in um, to the gym, he was teaching, you know, the uh, the MMA. He was teaching all the different arts of combat. But when he got in in the ring and started, you know, doing the jab, myself and Coach Vicente. You know, Coach Vincent is right here next to me, and what we saw with him is just the uh, the eager to learn and the hungry that he was. And he still is hungry, and, and he didn't care with who he got to fight. He and just wanted when to we fight. took him to the first fight, I mean, he, too, he went to fight with somebody that had experience, and the way that he handled himself, it was, it was beautiful. Wow. Now, Coach, uh, my, my name is Phil as well, so don't get confused here. But... Um, the most they look like twins, <laughs> right? They look like twins up in here. Look like I hate Identical. him. I like, okay, I hate him. <laughs> okay, so the most important question is: Did you give him the Rocky speech of "You're going to eat lightning and crap thunder"? <laughs> like, what what motivated you to? Uh, I know you said you saw the, the the heart in him and stuff. Like that first fight, what was the first thing you said to him after after the victory? The first thing that we told him, you know, because I got my, I got my partner right here, Coach Vicente. The first time we told him that he got to be very. Uh, Dedicated, because I mean, and this and this part right here, if you not you don't have a hundred percent dedication, you you got you're not gonna make it. You know what I mean? Um, he got to be very hungry. He got to be always um, dedicated to the sport. He got to train day, uh, day and night, and that's what Phil, you know, showed me from the beginning uh, when he start, started training. That's awesome. All right. Well, I mean. We got a little bit of stairs here, and he just started jogging up and down. I'm yelling out, Kevin's on show. Where are you? We had to be like, chill, chill. We're at the studio, man. You know, because he was so inspired. He was ready to come and chug. But, I mean, do you do you see, you know, there's people who box, but then there's people who can go to that next level professional. I mean, we look at this in sports all across. You know, you've got your, in NBA, you've got your high school, then you elevate to college, but not even everybody who gets to college can go to NBA. Even though he's an amateur fighter, you see him having the talent to go pro. Of course, not only go pro, I, 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 
the first, uh, you know, the first thing I said to him, and it was this, man, you're going to be a world champion. What? Yeah. And that was the first thing that I said to him. Phil, God gave you something that a lot of people wish to have. It's talent. Not only that, you have to reach for your hands. If you know how to use this, you won't be a world champion. Wow, wow that's interesting. Now, Philip, I'm going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. When you look at boxing, how old are you, Philip? 25. Who is someone that you idolize? Like, when you see a boxer, and there's been great ones, and there's been crazy ones, and there's been, you know, all the dancers, mm-hmm. the, the flesh eaters, all that. Mm-hmm. Who is someone that you, you know, we all have that. You know, who yeah. is someone you say, that's what I, I, can, I can be, that greatness? I would say I have three. Okay. I have, I have my past, which is Muhammad Ali. Okay. So, you know, he he's definitely made an impact on my life and an impact on a lot of people's lives. You know, God bless him. Um, rest in peace as well. Um, then present time, almost, you know, past time, Mayweather. You okay. know, okay. Uh, he, he's an inspiration. The things that he's done in the sport, he's revolutionized boxing himself. Um, he opened up a lot of doors for young fighters coming up, so I have to show appreciation. I know a lot of people don't like him. They say he runs and everything else. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, we call I'm, him the dancer the on The dancer, show. you know. know that, hey, he, he should small. be on Dancing with the Stars. He probably wins. <laughs> he was. I think oh, he, he was, was too. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, and then I guess present time or? Pre- present time, um, Andre Ward. Okay. okay. Andre Ward, um, he's a very humble guy. He knows what he's doing in the ring. You know, he's very intelligent. And um, he's he's he doesn't run. He doesn't run from nothing. You know, I'm I'm the type of fighter. I I'll take any fight. You know, it's true. Rob has to calm me down. You know, from not jumping in there. But uh, you, you can't know. fight the garbage guy. <laughs> <laughs> chill, chill. You got my order wrong. Chill, chill. You know, you, you can't you can't do that, right? You got in the ring. In the ring. Of yeah, course. keep it in the ring. Well, we're gonna talk a little bit more um, with Philip and Roberta when we talk about boxing. Um, you guys are welcome to call in. This is an up-and-comer guy. He's He can be a world champ. Feel free to chime in, 844-225-5580. This is the Kevin Sutton Show. Myra, the lady's point of view, holding it down with Dr. Phil and Just Nick. We'll be right back. Oh, yes. We're going back. And we're saying boom, boom. Watch out. Oh, you scared me. <laughs> this is the Kevin Sutton Show. This is Meyer, the lady's point of view, holding it down tonight while Kevin's over at Florida Hospital doing the daddy thing, saving... Saving the world one dad at a time. time. There you go. Great things coming up on that. We're going to be letting you know a great event going on at the Fashion Square Mall with Kevin coming up in September. But not to worry. We'll give you plenty of time. And the Olympics will be over before that event comes on, so there'll be no excuses. But here, I'm holding it down with Dr. Field, Jess Nick. You know, I forgot to tell you guys. What's that? Download the podcast. There you, you know, go. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Even Google Play Music, literally, we're everywhere. We got hundreds of episodes. Just type in Kevin Sutton Show. And don't forget to leave a rating review. And please, don't forget to subscribe. Five stars, baby. We still have a perfect Cinco. record. So if you haven't left a rating, leave a five star. We'll, I'll give you a dollar. There you go. <laughs> we will pay for it. Ra- no, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding. I am proud that all of them are real. And we appreciate the love. Eddie and everyone, Krispy Kreme, all you guys who are regular listeners who show us so much love all the time. Thank you. Keep doing it. Don't forget us. We're sitting here tonight. I know I started my night off with uh, with boxing. You know, we've, we've had uh, 
some WWE mm-hmm, crossover mm-hmm. of people going into other sports. You know what Block Lesnar just recently did? Oh. Uh-oh. Breaking news. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, you know, Brock Lesnar failed two tests. Two? He failed two tests, yes. And uh, the UFC hasn't done anything yet but about that. But the thing is with WWE is that they would release a statement saying that their part-time employees do not have to follow the wellness policy. Are you kidding me? So, so that includes... Well Brock done. Lesnar. Yeah, nice job, Dana White. Good job, UFC. Right. Well right. done. So, so that includes Chris Jericho. That includes uh, John Cena. That includes Brock Lesnar. That includes The Undertaker. That includes Randy Orton. That includes a bunch of other people who have not been full-time employees. Are you kidding me? Nope. What? Yep. That is ridiculous. Absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous. I cannot believe that this is their excuse on trying to PR this move. And they're not going to uh, suspend Brock Lesnar because he didn't violate their wellness policy. Because they didn't test him. Because they didn't test him. Yeah. That's it. So. Man, you you better not wait till next WrestleMania because I got stuff to say. <laughs> I'm just going to stick to boxing tonight because I'm fumed. I am fumed at what I just heard. And um, this isn't over. But we are back in the studio with Roberta, the coach, and uh, Philip, the next world champion, who's going to be here, who is in the studio with us tonight. We're trying to stay safe. Everybody's trying to stay safe, you know. (laughs) But uh, we are back. And um, how – I'm going to go to coach. I know Philip has – he has a dream, and he told me, he says, by the end of the year or by next year, beginning of next year, I'm going to be pro. Is he overreaching or coach? Is is this realistic? Yeah, coach, be real. Be real, coach. You're on the phone, so he can't punch you from here. Exactly. <laughs> no problem. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Um, I mean, if it would have been fulfilled, he wouldn't be pro a long time ago. I'm trying to, uh, like I told you, you know, we're going to be turning pro next year uh, by February. Nice. Okay. So, I mean, he's eager. He's an eager beaver. His name should oh, yeah. be he's, Philip he's very eager. Like, he just want to get in there <laughs> and show the talent. I'm giving you names. I'm giving you names. He want to show the talent to the whole universe right now. All right. <laughs> when when that transitions, I mean, how do you guys get on the circuit to actually become pro? Because is it? Yeah. What are the steps you have to take to actually be pro? What are the steps? I mean, I, I, I say I'm pro, but what does that actually mean? You know, is it? Is there a standard? Is there a certain level of fighting uh, qualifications? How does that? How does that happen, coach? Well, right now, I mean, he got the qualification. He uh, he got over nine fights already. Um, I mean, the more experience, the more fight that he do in the amateur, of course, he get more experience. But the more that he do, uh, when he go to pro, we of course we got to go by the state um, and you know do the uh, qualification to the state, and then we go you know step by step. Okay. You know, thinking you know which fight you got to get, you know. So so it is a process. It isn't it isn't yes, just like you guys saying. And and I'm assuming that all of those fights are documented, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're all yes, in the books. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're all in the books because I can say I, I had 11 fights. I'm pro, but I've got to prove it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We have everything documented, you know, everything to the USA boxing, you know, and everything. Every fight that he get or he do is every uh, it's documented in the book. You know, it's, it's got to show that he, you know, the proof that he fought. That's an amateur. All right, Phil, I got a question for you, too. Okay. Um... You said you do MMA as well? You train uh, MMA? Yeah, I train. I train in the past. All right. I've been punched before, and I don't like it. So 
What goes into the mental aspect of, hey, this person across from me literally wants to punch my head off? How do you overcome, not necessarily the fear, but how do you overcome the uh, anxiety of, like, of a fight? Because, you know, a lot of people, they change completely when there's something like that. You know, you have your fight or flight. So how do you stay cool and overcome that anxiety of you in an altercation or in a fight? You know, that's that's a great question. And uh, you, you said it right. You said it right. Um, it's really just overcoming yourself. You know, you're the true battle. Uh, looking at your opponent across the ring, you know, you, they, they can only do the same thing that you can. Yeah. You know, so that's just looking at it. They bleed just like you, you, you know, and you bleed just like them. So they're a man also. Um, so you have to be calm within yourself, just knowing that this is what you've been training for. This is what you've been practicing. Uh, this is, you know, and it starts with sparring as well. I didn't just get, you know, go in the ring and say, okay, I'm going to fight now. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> I, went, I went through my bumps and bruises. You know, coach could tell you um, I got beat up beat up a lot you know <laughs> beat up a lot before i got in the ring and i got into a fight you know just with sparring um it got to the point where now though you know i spar with pros and you know i can hold my own at this point with with professionals i still get beat up all the time you know it's, it's a process i don't that's never gonna end but i'd rather get beat up in the gym so i don't get beat up in the fight True. Let me let me ask you a question. I've never had an opportunity to have a conversation with a boxer. Um, well, one time. But where is that level of, you know, you can really, you could kill someone, essentially, with a punch. You really could. The right time, the right hit, the right agorhythm of their heart, all of that could really, could be the thing between life and death. Where do you end up controlling your body or do you control your mind? How, where is that line? to where you don't fight to kill someone, you fight someone to brawl. It, it's all mental. Everything that you're doing so is all is mental. So it is mental. It's all mental. So you, you have to know yourself. You got to know, uh, you know, where you are within yourself as well. If your opponent, um, you know, your opponent is somebody that might not be at your level. They can't stand with you. They can't, you know, go with you. But we both um, consciously come into the, you know, come into the ring in a situation knowing that we're going to, put our, you know, training and tests on the line. Mm -hmm. So if for any reason, you know, they cannot continue, then that's why you have the referees there as well. Yeah. The quicker you can end it in that position, the, the better. better. The better, yeah. Now, go ahead. I was going to say, what is your fight song? What gets you ready to, to walk Eminem? down to the ring? Because that, that's Nick's song. <laughs> that's Nick's song. Nick's that's song Nick's is, Nick's, is Eminem. Yeah. Yeah, all, all Eminem stuff. So what, what, is, what is your fight uh, song that gets you ready? I have a few. His song is I have a small a world. Um, it's I, a small I like, <laughs> I like some Eminem. I like some Eminem. Um, it's not Eminem's. It's Eminem. Oh, Eminem. Myra. Eminem. Puncher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I probably took too many punches myself. Oh, no, no, no. You're no. a professional. <laughs> oh, no. You're dumb. <laughs> I love it, though. No, nah, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it depends on the mood. Come on, what's it your fight song, man? What's your fight song? I have plenty. Come I have plenty. on. 50, you know? 50 Cent, there every now go. and then I'll throw on, you know, I'll throw on some 50 Cent. Um, I might put on some YG. Okay. I, you know, it all depends. I might go back and put on some... Uh, uh, Beyonce? Stevie Wonder? What? You know? Nah, never that. You ever play something so bad that it just makes you angry? Like Celine Dion, Titanic song. Ah, you know what? You My know what's a good one on. for me? Honestly, I like putting it on salsa. Like okay. To, okay. Like is that because of coach? Is that because of coach? No, that's because no, he likes that's... Mayweather and he wants to dance. Oh, yeah. I'm a dancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm smart with it. Coach, I'm, thank I'm you so with... much <laughs> for sharing some time with us. We've enjoyed both of you, and um, 
We can't wait till we're all flying to Vegas to watch him fight. All right. That's right. That's it. You better give us be tickets. There, okay. <laughs> all right, coach. All now. Thanks, Coach Roberto. Thank you so much. And that's in Kissimmee Boxing? Kissimmee Boxing Gym. You got it, guys. You got to check this guy out. And uh, if you didn't get to hear it all, you can download the podcast. Not to worry. This is the Kevin Sun Show. My lady's point of view, that's me. And Dr. Phil will be right back. Okay. Yeah, this is to all those boxers out there. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Mm, I'm angry. <laughs> boom, boom. This is the Kevin Sutton Show, and it is Myra, the lady's point of view, holding it down with Dr. Phil and Jess Nick. Shout out to Kevin, who will be back in the studio tomorrow night. Don't worry while we kicking off the weekend. And don't forget, the Olympics are getting ready to start. Hopefully, we're going to have some insight on that security issue that we've talked about and many people are growing concerned about. But not to worry. And before we let Philip go, he wants to tell us about his next fight that's going to take place. August 13th is going to be at uh, 1851 uh, Leeds in um, Griffin Road, Leesburg County. Um, you can go ahead and, you know, check it out. The tickets, I don't know, they should be like $10, $15, nothing too serious. It's going to be one of my last amateur shows, maybe Ooh. my last one. Ooh. Um, Ooh. You can check me out on Instagram at, you know, just my name, Philip Seide, S-E-I-D-E. Or you can check me out on Facebook, same thing, Philip Seide, S-E-I-D-E. Um, August 13th, you said, right? August 13th. You guys want to get in there before he goes pro, because then the autographs start costing money. Uh-huh. You know? Mm-hmm. We got to get, get ours tonight. We got to get that early bird special. That's right. August 19th, come check it out. We're going to have this show up on the podcast, so you'll be able to catch it. And, of course... If you need any more info, you could always hit us up here on the Kevin Sutton Show, and uh, we'll be happy to give you some info. We wish you much success, much luck. We can't, like I said, I'm looking forward to Vegas, all right? It's coming. Philip, thank you for visiting us here on the thank show. Thank you. Thank you for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And, uh, and a big last shout-out to uh, the Kissimmee. Kissimmee Boxing Gym, um, Orlando, Florida. Check it out. Great gym, great group of people. You'll get the best training you ever got. There you go. If you want to be like him, be like Philip. You know, you know, they be like Mike is gonna be like Philip. Mm-hmm. But speaking about being like someone, I heard and you gotta. I I don't know all of this, but you gotta tell me, Doctor Phil, is it true Warren Sapp got bit by a shark? He did. What? Yes. What happened? He was trying to get some lobster. Nah. Uh, yeah, he's fishing out in the Keys. And uh, if you look, does he act- not have a job yet? How is he fishing out in the Keys? I uh, thought he was broke. Maybe that's his new job. You've seen Deadly's oh. Catch, right? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Bubba, Bubba Shrimp, right, you know, right, maybe right. he's doing yeah, sap so lobster. He got, he got bit on the bi- uh, back of his, uh, right above his elbow, and took a big chunk. Big really? Chunk at him, yeah. They saying it was a nurse shark, so it wasn't like a giant great white or anything, but yeah, he, he, he got bit pretty bad, snagged him pretty bad. That's crazy. So he, he must have been in an area where there was a lot of lobsters, mm-hmm. and the sharks were trolling, I guess, for yep, food. Yep. That's insane. And you said that was off the coast of Key West. Off the Keys, yeah. Yeah, it's it's lo- it's mini season down there right now, so there's a lot of people down there lobstering at this point. Hey, Nick, and I'm gonna revert back to you because you know he's had financial issues, you know, and there was even a <laughs> he's had a lot of issues. I mean, he, like he took a picture with some car, and people were like, "I can't believe you bought this car," but he was just taking a picture with a car when he was mm-hmm. at an event. What is his <laughs> current situation? What is he doing? Last I heard, Prostitute. right now, well, <laughs> stop. What? 
I'm gonna just um, I'm gonna just bypass that. I know, <laughs> please. I'm gonna leave that sitting right there. I'm gonna pass alongside it on the road here. Uh, Nobody the, wants him because he doesn't pay his bill. But go ahead. Well, his he had a contract. He was with NFL Network. He was an analyst with NFL Network. They allowed that contract to lapse while he was going through his legal issues. Yes, that did involve a couple of ladies of the night. Uh, oh. I believe in San Francisco or L.A. Something like that. Uh, Right in, last I heard, nothing. Last I heard, he he does not have a job, at least in broadcasting, and that's what he was doing. But uh, uh, I do believe that he had a couple of other vin- business ventures that he was that he was involved with. Oh, I get it. I get it. They always end up making it, you know. Well, good. You know, no, they, no, they don't always make it. They no. get jobs. People who wouldn't want to hire Warren Sapp. A lot of people. I mean, like <laughs> Warren Sapp, and I was talking about this with Scott Inez earlier today. Uh, I, w- I am hard-pressed to think of a former athlete is, that is kind of I, – I, he's, he's either you love or you hate him. I know he's from the Apopka area here. He's been in a lot of Blue Darter games. He's given back to the community here quite a bit. So, I mean, I don't want to just say the guy's a, you know, not a good guy at all. But, I mean, there are a lot of people in the sports community that do not like Warren Sapp. Mm. And, and he has uh, had plenty of his run-ins with other players, with the authorities, with, you know, so – uh, it, it's it's a love-hate situation with Warren Sapp, and, and this is the kind of guy where I, I don't know necessarily if, uh, you know, if he's going to find another job back in the broadcasting industry because of a lot of the baggage he carries. He'll open a restaurant. And then that's why, fail. That's, why he's, Miami, got, right? that's why he's got the lobsters. Or in, in, uh, in Tampa, you know, you something know, like that in Tampa where he's, a, he's in the ring of honor. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I've, he'll, he'll I've read a lot of things where... Um, you're right. People do love or hate him. He's been known to be really harsh to fans. Yeah, rude. You know, very, yeah. very rude. He doesn't come across that way at all. Like when you see him, and he but seems kind of jolly on TV. But he does. I mean, when he was on Dancing with the Stars, he was like the jolly guy that you mm. kind of fell in love with. And I don't think he won the championship, but he got like close. Way, yeah, way yeah. into like the quarterfinals and so forth. Be interesting. It just seems like I feel like they bounce back because I remember like David Moss. Hires NFL players. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and yeah. and WWE Haku, yeah. King Haku, and a couple guys. He hired somebody to play for the Patriots. Like, I don't remember their name, but it's it's not a it's not a bad thing. I just I wonder if as a fan, it's kind of like me. If I had a company mm-hmm. and John Cena was out and out, you know, out and at it, yeah, I'd still remember the love and be like, John, you want a job? You, yeah. you can be, yeah. you know, the the customer service rep. Redemption. redemption. You know, yeah. so I think that. There is that sense of that hype of people feeling a certain way towards professional athletes and, you know, actors and all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. Do you have any numbers quickly on what went down Monday night and Tuesday uh, night? Yes. Okay. Real quick, the WWE draft kicked off in full swing. The pay-per-view right. was on Sunday, Battleground. Um, so, Raw and SmackDown are now separate entities. They are now separate companies right. they changed the logos they changed the stage they changed the lighting um and raw was probably the best raw in years no way why it was amazing it was a, it was better than a pay-per-view what yes the, you had you had the, the debuting finn balor from nxt oh he yeah beat, he beat roman reigns clean really clean well, you got that hard talent yes. coming out of the nxt yes. it's, it's not sasha banks beat charlotte for the championship the women's no. championship wow. the champion well sasha banks is fierce too yes and that that was just amazing and the actual ratings came in too for monday night um 3.39 million okay they've been averaging around three Okay. So that that is an that so is So they an did increase. get a little push. I think um, with all the publicity, it was an expectation. I don't know if that's as high as it, they wanted. It 
it's not yet, but it was it was good numbers. It but was if you're saying three. the the quality of the matches were great, it's yes, a possibility it, it'll that will grow. It'll definitely and, and SmackDown is live now on Tuesdays. Right, I'm and, uh, interested more in that. And SmackDown has been normally pulling under a two. Okay, under and two million this week. And uh, the first uh, new era SmackDown, uh, two point seven. So definite, wow. definite. It was actually number the, the highest rated show under the the DNC. Wow, that's pretty. That's pretty amazing. Maybe they got it right. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I do. I do want to say this though that uh, if you compare the two brands, which naturally people are going to do because they're separate rosters now, right. Raw blows SmackDown out of the water, and I feel like that was kind of the reverse of what they wanted to do. But can I go back? Um, SmackDown. Give me some of the top headliners there. Uh, you have John Cena, right. part timer now. Uh, John Cena, AJ Styles, um, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton. Um, Why are, can I? Dolph can we Ziggler. revert back? Why is John Cena now part timer? He's got so many other obligations now. So he's not on the tour. He's not traveling as much as the other no, wrestlers. No, not a, not as much. He's not doing a lot of the house shows anymore because he's so uh, he has so many other obligations. So if I turn in, if I tune into Tuesday Night SmackDown, you will see him on TV. You yes. Will. Okay. Yes, you'll see. But when we're talking about the tour that's going around city to city, yes, and they do the their showcases, the, the yes. WWE lives, yes, and these, the house shows. They call house shows. House yeah. shows. He's not going to be as. He's not going to be there that much. No. I'm mad. Why? Because that's what I expect. Well, you'll see him now more in other TV shows and movies. No, no, no. I, the way I need to see him is different than that kind of thing. <laughs> this, you know, I've got I've got an agenda here that I've got to get accomplished, and it's, it's he's making it harder for me. So. You think the WWE made a great move here? I think the the draft is a great move. I just hope a little bit better uh, roster for SmackDown coming up. I wish they could do a couple trades because you can you can tell the lack of depth on the SmackDown roster. It's like they're trying to make something happen. Yeah, so so they're trying to push a lot of the uh, lower card guys up. So Dolph Ziggler won a um, which that's insane. He should have his push should have happened four years ago. Yeah, and so I feel like it's a little too little too late. But he's he, old. He's uh, he's not old, but it's just that he's, he's he's been around. He's had tenure. He's been around over yeah. tenure. So like his push has been up and down, up and down, up and down. I'm not gonna get excited for Dolph Ziggler. So SummerSlam, you have uh, the World Championship between Dean Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler, and the, they they're creating a new title, the Universal Championship between Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. Okay, I think Seth is someone we need to keep our eyes on. I think there's a lot to come up with him. He's the best in the game right now. And how did he do on Monday Night Raw? Oh, well, he, he wasn't there. Oh, he wasn't? No, he took the night off. That's a little recap because we weren't here for wrestling Wednesday yesterday, but not to worry. There's so much more coming down the pipeline because so much is happening in wrestling. So we look forward to getting more into that. Like I said, tomorrow, don't worry. Kevin will be back for us to join in for the weekend. Friday. And it is uh, it's another one of those nights. It'll I want to thank. Factor Fiction Friday. There you go. I want to thank Phil, the next champ, Coach Roberto. Dr. Phil, Jess, Nick, and me holding it down. We thank you guys for listening. This is the Kevin Sutton Show. Go ahead and follow us. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all under Kevin Sutton Show. Good night.